back after a short absence once again. Hello, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Aloha. Welcome back to the Mirror Army podcast for another episode. It's uh, good to be back. So it is. Supposed to be back last Thursday, but didn't happen. Supposed to be back last Friday, didn't happen. But I'm back now. So I'm sitting here this morning. Just finished my second cup of coffee, as I always do every morning before I record this show. Uh, just thought I'd sit down here this morning and have a good wee arm with you, as always like to do every week here on the podcast. So, yes, guys, good morning. Welcome back. Hope you're all doing well out there. Um, thank you for your patience waiting for a new episode since the last time I spoke to you is last week. Um, I've got some good news, actually, but I'll talk about that in just a wee second. Um, in relation to the podcast moving forward, and obviously the uh, YouTube videos too as well. But anyway, yes guys, I hope you're all well, and uh, what he's been doing with yourself since the last time I spoke to you. It's now Tuesday, um, I've had a pretty good start to the week this week, I've had a pretty good, okay weekend, apart from the fact that I had a, a sick child in the house. Hmm. Yep, this is the time of year where the old bugs and colds and sniffles and flus are knocking about. This is the time of year. So, it's, now, it's been in my house now for, what, nearly a fortnight? I haven't personally got it yet, like, but my two children have had it and they're all good now. But, anyway, before going any further in this podcast today, guys, you know I always like to get this out of the way before I continue on with the show. Um... If you are new to the Murami podcast or if you're a regular listener to the Murami podcast and you'd like to get in touch with the program, you know how to do it by now. Or if you're a new listener, hello. And uh, this is how you can get in touch with the program in the future. If you'd like to send any questions in for myself or you'd like to send in some suggestions or anything at all you'd like to talk about, whether it be good, negative, obviously constructive, whatever you want to talk about, you can get in touch with me here on the Murami podcast. First of all, by email which is murarmypodcast at yahoo.com. That's murarmypodcast at yahoo.com. Also, you can contact me on social media, which is, first of all, Facebook, which is the Mur Army YouTube channel Facebook page. Also, don't forget to drop a like on that page. I would appreciate it. If you're listening to us here today on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe and also drop a like on this podcast. Also, if you want to check out us on Instagram, you can contact me directly for the show on Instagram, which is official Matthew Moore on Instagram. Uh, I'm on threads, but I don't really tend to use that quite often. I'm also on TikTok, guys, which I'm actually getting really into now. Uh, I'm official Matthew Moore on TikTok. I've been posting a couple of wee videos on there recently as well. I'm going to go on to TikTok. I'm going to be making some really funny videos actually this week with Brooke. So stay tuned for that. I've been putting a few wee TikToks up in recent order. I wasn't really a big fan of TikTok even during the whole COVID lockdown, but I'm on there now. TikTok, official Matthew Moore, I'm on there too. And if you want to go to the main Moore Army Hub, which is obviously where you can get all your Moore Army podcast, Moore Army YouTube channel merchandise, you can check out all the social media pictures and posts on there, watch all the vlogs, you can watch all, listen to the podcast, you can do whatever you want on there. It's all on one place, which is moorarmy.co.uk. That's moorarmy.co.uk. So, yes, there we go. And by the way, Yes, we are releasing our Christmas line of merch. I know, talked about this in the podcast a few weeks ago, Christmas time stuff at a rally. We're getting our Christmas merch lined up soon. So nice hoodies coming along and jumpers and stuff for Christmas. So 
stay tuned for that. But anyway, yes, that's how you can get in touch with me here on the Mirror Army podcast. So guys, how you all doing? I'm doing okay, apart from having a sick child in the house over the last few days. Um, I'm being pretty busy. Uh, Lewis, my son, hasn't been too well over the last couple of days. He's over the worst of it now, and before you ask, no, it's not COVID. Mom even, mom even thought it was fucking COVID, and she was like, oh, the child must have COVID, he's not well. But why does everybody assume now that if you get a sniffle or a cough or a sneeze, especially this time of the fucking year, you're automatically got this COVID and you lock yourself away from the world and build barricades around your house and fucking guard dogs outside your house and everything. No, seriously, get up and get on, mate. What did the world do before there was COVID? You know, going to work with sniffles and colds and I remember standing in bloody retail environments I used to work in and sitting in office jobs, loaded with the flu, still getting up and getting on, mate, and going to work because you got bills to pay and kids to feed and a mortgage to pay and so no. But no, Lewis has, a, ha, well, he did have a bit of a bug. He's over the worst of it now. Um, he didn't actually go to football with me at the weekend either, which is a bit weird. Um, I'm going to be dropping a vlog today, actually, guys. I've, got, I've recorded two vlogs. I actually recorded one yesterday, which is a really good one, where our Tony and I our, took a wee trip to a Turkish barbershop. Hmm. A really cool Turkish barbershop. Barbershop, sorry, should I say. And also... Me and Brooke have a bit of banter too as well in the vlog, so it'll be dropping today. I'm going to drop, start dropping a couple of vlogs. But uh, back to Lewis before I continue on to, to give him the news about the vlogs. Um, yeah, it was strange on Saturday because you all know, guys, if you listen to this podcast or you watch my YouTube videos, I, I, me and Lewis obviously do our thing in the Irish League here in Northern Ireland. Lewis is a photographer, I do bits and pieces in the media. And every week he's always with me. It's home and away games, whatever. Every week we're up and away, up and down the road, 40, 50, 50, 60 matches a year. And this past weekend he wasn't there. And it was strange because normally when I get up on a Saturday morning, I wake him up and we get up and we get on with it and get, get our showers and get changed. And then we head down to the train station. We normally stop off at the wee cafe in there in the mornings, grab a coffee grab him a sausage roll, whatever it is in the mornings. I would sometimes either get a coffee or a cold drink. We jump on the train, and if it's an away game, we get off at Belfast, jump on the team bus and head to wherever we're going. Or if it's a home game, we just literally get off the train and walk around the corner. But it was strange because I got on the on the train on Saturday there, and Lewis wasn't there. Now, okay, yes, I know obviously I do a bit of travelling too as well. I go to Liverpool games and stuff like that, with, sometimes without Lewis too, because he comes to Liverpool games with me as well. Um... But Saturday is our thing where we go away to football on Saturdays and I know you probably think it sounds fucking stupid like but whenever he's with you all the time you know what I mean and all of a sudden he wasn't there it was just weird travelling up in the train and he wasn't there and it was just like this is weird Lewis is not here um, but he was back home being looked after and he was good and I, I was a video called him when I got to the ground and some of the players said hello to him and all in the video call because then they were asking where he was and some of the staff were asking where he was and one of the particular player, he's a fucking tit like Johnny, you call him, plays for us. He came on the video call and he was like, all right, you be fruit, get up, come on, let's go. Up the work. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, it's it, it was weird not having him there. But he's all good now. and I mean, recording this podcast here on Tuesday morning, he's doing good. He uh, he's away off the school this morning. He's been at school yesterday. He slept loads over the weekend. Um, 
he's feeling a lot better. I just literally gave him paracetamol and kept him in bed, and you know he's been doing all right. He's doing fine. So he is. He's he's, he's back to normal grumpy Lewis. It's kind of like that the late stage that we bug where it's like the way you get like a you get a cold or flu and at the very end your chest all breaks up and all the crap's coming out of your chest and stuff. He's at that stage now, but he's all good. So for anybody out there. He would probably more likely contact me and say, You had COVID, you should have kept him in the house for a few days. No, he didn't. He's grand. Um, But again, as a parent, you hate that. My daughter's, what, 18 here next month? And, you know, even when she was sick the week before, you know, it's still, as a parent, it hurts you whenever you see your kids sick. You know what I mean? Even when, I'm, even when I get sick, which is not that very often, to be quite honest, my two kids are brilliant. Like, they literally get up and help around the house. And if I'm lying loaded with the flu or whatever, you know, they, they get up and clean up the house and do the washing and cleaning and, you know, clean the floors and clean, clean the bathroom and make sure all the floors are clean and make sure the washing is done while I'm sick, which is not that often. I mean, I don't just get up and get on when I'm sick. But there was, I'll tell you one, one, one wee story. There was one particular time. It was just before the COVID crap came around. It was about November 2019. And I got a really bad flu. And I was in bed for about three or four days. It was just really, really bad with the flu. And Brooke and Lewis were incredible. I mean, fuck me, I couldn't ask for any more of them. They were going around, make sure the washing was done. They even made me food. You know what I mean? I've taught my two kids from no age. And this is where, this is what sometimes bothers me about today's parents, where they don't teach their kids, like, proper, like, Morals like how to cook, how to use the washing machine, how to clean up after themselves, you know, do their washing, do all the different things they can because they're too busy stuck in front of fucking computer screens. And it's true. And I don't care what anybody out there says now, but I'm just being honest. I mean, I was taught from no age how to use the washing machine, how to use the cooker, how to use the hoover, how to clean, how to tidy up, how to iron, all these different things that I was taught. I then taught my kids whenever they were small age too. And don't get me wrong, they're not going around like being fucking slaves or maids or anything. I'm just teaching them as they get older. You know, this is how you use a washing machine in case you need to wash something. This is how you use a cooker if you want to cook something, you want to cook something in the oven. This is how it works. If you want to use the iron to iron a t-shirt or a pair of jeans, this is how you do it. You know what I mean? And this is how you keep your room clean. This is how you mop a floor. This is how you do different things. It teaches them the things that they need to be taught to go forward whenever they move out in their own world. Because there's a lot of young ones nowadays, and I've seen this, and I don't care what anybody says, I've seen young ones nowadays leaving the nest, the family home, whatever you want to call it, and the next minute they're on the phone every five minutes going, Oh, mommy, daddy, how do I use the washing machine? How do I use the cooker? Oh my God, I don't know how... That's the way I've seen this my own too. And this is, how they all, this is how they talk, and this is how they get on, because... Sometimes these parents in this generation don't teach their kids the way we were taught. And, you know, it, it, it frustrates me because I see some certain situations now where some people are not being, you know, firm enough with their parent, their kids and, and, and showing them the proper respect and, and teaching them manners. And t- I mean, I, for example, I talked about this before in the podcast. I go into that toy store across the road from me, Smith's Toy Store, and I see kids going absolutely fucking Boogaloo in there. Mad. And the parents are standing there letting them do it. No restraints, no restrictions, no boundaries, no no nothing. And then they grow up in the generation where it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to switch on a fucking 
washing machine. I don't know how to use a cooker. I don't know how to clean. I don't know how. And this is where you need to teach your kids. Not from obviously they have to have their own life, and, and I'm not saying you, you, you teach them the like fucking drill sergeant in the army, but just as they as they as they go through their wee stages of life, you teach them that you, you put your washing in the wash basket, so then daddy can put it in the machine. If you would like to make a bit of toast, this is how you use the toaster. If you would like to make sure your floor is nice and clean, you get a bucket full of water, you put soap into it, and you clean your floor. Make sure you make your bed. Make sure you put your washing inside your inside your wardrobe. Just. And then as they get older and older and older, they start teaching different things like how to iron their clothes and how to... Because there's my daughter. My daughter does everything for herself now. She has done since she was no age. You know, Brooke woke up into her bedroom. She'd clean everything. She'd come down sometimes. If I'm away in Liverpool and she's staying here, um, I would come back and my house is sitting fucking spotless. I would call her and say, Brooke, there's a favourite darling. You couldn't stick in some washing in the washing machine and then throw it in the tumble jar when your dad comes back. And I come back and it's done and it's folded and put away. This is what the point I'm trying to say. But, anyway. I just see some, some parents out there some days and just let their kids go fucking mad. And I speak to some parents and they go, Oh my God, like my kid, my son's 14, 15. And he wouldn't even bar his arse to lift a, a plate or a cup. He doesn't know how to put his washing in the wash basket. His room's a tip. He doesn't know what to do. And I'm going, well, have you been teaching him how to do things like that since he was small? How to make sure he puts his stuff away and tie it off himself? No, not really. Well, that's the reason why he's like that then. That's the reason why. But anyway, I could talk about that all day, but I'm not going to, because it does frustrate me sometimes. But I'm quite blessed when it comes to my two, because I ask my two to do something, and they do it in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? My, my, my kids are incredible. And I always know now that if I ever get sick, then my kids are always there for me. And I'm very, very lucky in that way. And I'm, I'm blessed in that way. And they never gave me an ounce of baller. Because, you know, there's Burke coming 18 this year. And I remember when I was coming 18, I wanted to work, obviously. I was working all the hours under the sun. But I used to try and, like, spend as much time going out at weekends. My mate's not there. Burke doesn't do that. Burke just wants to go to work and go to college and get her the rest of her education that she needs to become a classroom assistant in a school. And she wants to spend time with Paul, and that's it, her boyfriend. That's all she wants to do. Like, I see 17-year-olds now going out and partying and running around half-naked and fucking hanging from the ceilings and going out in two or three-day benders and all. My, my daughter doesn't do that. My daughter's just literally... I, I, I'm just I'm proud of her because she just she just has this work ethic that I've been, I was taught when I was that age. She gets up, goes to work in the mornings, goes to college in the evenings, does what she has to do, you know, doesn't cause any bother. Which is great. And I'm proud of her for it. But I'm enough of me being a proud dad for right now. Um, but Lewis is fine now, by the way. <laughs> He's grand. He's doing all right. But it was just a bit weird on Saturday having my football with me as well. So it was a bit strange. So it was. Um, but it was just weird. Whenever you always have your kids with you and then they grow up and move on, it's strange. So it is. But anyway, I've got some really good things. Well, some interesting things. What the hell is going on with this world since the last time I spoke to you? Every week I come on this podcast, something else crazy goes on. We've got a war going on in the world as well at the minute. Another fucking war going on. We've got people who are trying to plot to kidnap celebrities. You know, like what the fuck is going on with this world? This world is just going absolutely 
bonkers. I mean, completely bonkers. You know, I've got some stories I want to talk about today on the podcast, but I'm going to... Oh, it's just... Uh, like, here's the thing. Another thing I was looking forward to this week, which I used to watch at the very start, but not in recent years, because I thought it was all too weird and too odd and all. Big Brother made a comeback this week as well here in the UK. I'm going to talk about that in a minute too. And I haven't seen any of them yet. It launched a few days ago. And it was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday it launched. And for what I was reading this morning, apparently it's doing shit. But we'll talk about that too as well. Celebrities being kidnapped. Um, Holly Willoughby, who was part of this morning, who was working with that fucking Bloonhead Phil Schofield. Apparently she's under house or house home protection now because of some lunatic, some fucking internet trolls trying to fucking get her kidnapped and murdered. Internet trolls are getting worse. They're fucking loony bins. Absolute loony bins. So they are absolute loony bins. For you drivers out there, I've got more news for you today as well. Apparently petrol and, and, and diesel's going back up in price because of this fucking stupid war at the minute in the world. So just a few things I want to talk about today. And obviously got a load of your questions I want to get through too on the, uh, today's programme as well because some of them obviously dropped me a lot of messages over the last set of days and I want to get through some of them too. Um, some of you, uh, one particular thing about before we get into some of the, the main stories today is a lot of you have been contacting me asking me about some of the people who've contacted my podcast before and relation to you know their different types of struggles and what things they're going through in their life and all. Guys, I've been speaking to quite a few of them um, recently. And I've been keeping in touch with them to check in with them and make sure they're doing okay and and things like that. So all the support is, is really, really brilliant because a lot of you have been contacting me and saying, you know, how's he doing? How's she doing? You know, a lot of these were actually contacting me, um, females, about a girl I talked about in the podcast. She's contacted me a few weeks ago in relation to her, her massive weight loss and stuff like that there. And she's a big fan of Brooke. And Brooke's actually been in touch with the girl quite a lot. Um some of you females have been contacting me, you know, sending your regards and all on, which is great to see because a lot of you people on, on, in the Mirror Army are all sort of like, it's like a wee sort of family, you're all looking out for each other, you know, like I get messages saying, oh, so sorry to hear about such and such, you know, or, or you read their story on, on the podcast two weeks ago or a week ago, whatever, uh, you know, send my, my thoughts and prayers to them. And what's great to see because a lot of you are all sort of looking out for each other, which is awesome, you know what I mean? So... Um, but some of those those particular stories I spoke about over the last month or so, whatever, or even further back, you know, I have been contacting them. And even the ones who contacted me in relation to setting up their own podcast and stuff, I've been, I've been in touch with them regularly. I'm um, sort of giving them a few tips how to do it and what way to go about it and, and things like that. So, But it's great because it, it warms my heart, you know, knowing the fact that there's, we've got a community here. We've got a wee sort of like a wee... If you say a family, we're a more army at the end of the day. It's a, it's a community where, you know, we can talk to each other. We can talk about. We can have a have a debate. People can contact me. I mean, I've read a few emails out in recently recent podcasts where I've talked about you know, people saying like, "Why don't you like this? Why don't you like that? Why do you talk bad about this?" Blah blah blah. You know, and I love all that. But then obviously you get the ones that have come in and don't obviously try to be numpties and trying to be fucking smart arches. But then you just weed them out and throw them in the bin and get rid of them. But it's great to see. It's just I was reading some of the messages the last couple of days over the weekend stuff going oh, that's awful nice for that person to ask about that other person or ask about he or she or whatever you know because they're sharing their stories and I appreciate all you guys that are coming forward and sharing your stories because it's really great to hear from you every single week but we'll get on to the questions 
shortly. It's just got a couple of things I want to talk about uh, in the podcast here today. Guys, what is going on in the world? Like, all I've seen... I haven't watched much TV over the last few days. But all every time I pick up my phone, or everything I'm doing something, I'm seeing wars. I'm seeing people getting killed. I'm seeing... I mean, this morning, I'm seeing here these things about this war. And is it in Israel? And, and Gaza and all this here stuff going on. People being... Thousands of people being killed. Thousands of people being killed. And, you know, bombs being dropped and the whole thing. Guys, this world is going absolutely fucking insane. We had the war in Ukraine recently as well, which caused a lot of issues. Financially as well for the likes of Joe Blogs like you and I. And now I see another war. And all I've seen on the, uh, the telly the last few days is reporters having to run for their lives and innocent people being kidnapped and thousands and thousands of innocent people being killed. And it's just like, fucking hell, man. The world is going absolutely mad. Between that and... Other stories I want to talk about next after this. These wars are just... It's just one thing after another, after another, after another. I don't want to talk about much about this Israeli war because I don't like really talk about war, to be honest with you, because it just doesn't affect the people that's going in. It affects a, a bigger range of, of, of things as well. I, mean, I was just reading this morning or two as well that this war apparently is now going to cost... Us a lot of money too when it comes to like petrol prices, diesel prices, oil prices, all these different things. But these wars you're seeing, I mean, I'm looking at the pictures this morning from Israel and I'm going, oh my God, sir, all those innocent people killed. All those, uh, it's hard to talk about. It really, really is. I mean, I was reading some of the stories online this morning of what's been happening and what hasn't been happening. and It's just like, fucking hell, man, this world. It, it, you think we're at a stage now in life where war would be the last answer. You know, as yesterday I was reading this morning, over at least 260 more, 260 more people have been killed at an Israeli music festival. And then thousands more killed everywhere else. I saw a video on, on Facebook, I think it was, last night, of a news reporter running for his life. And the guy's just there doing his fucking job. But, I don't know. I, I don't really want to talk about this war much, to be honest with you guys, because a lot of you have been saying, you know, Matthew, you want to speak about the war in Israel and stuff, and I'm like, mm. It's actually quite upsetting to talk about, because, you know, we was recently had that war in Ukraine as well, and now this, and it's just, when it comes to politics and, and all these different things that go on causes war, it's just like, seriously, like all them thousands of innocent people now have lost their life. And God knows how long this is going to go on for. God knows, it could go on for weeks, months, nobody knows. But every time, the last couple of days, as I said to you, I mean, even when I was out yesterday, with Tony, I was I was in Tony's car room and I was 
Threatening through my phone, I'm just, oh, I kept saying it was war in Israel. People, thousand people dead. These people dead, this people dead. And I'm like, wow. Anyway, I'm said to Tony, the world is just going absolutely fucking insane. Absolutely insane. And, you know, he was saying, like, bro, that's why I don't listen to the news anymore. That's why I'm, I've never been on social media. And it's true. He's never been on social media in his life. I'll tell you a lie. We tried to set up a Bebo page for him. Bebo, like, fuck me, that was a long time ago. Back in, like, 2005 or something like that. And it didn't work out because it lasted about a day. And it was gone. Because he didn't have the internet or nothing back then. Um, but he's never been on social media. Ever. Never been on Twitter. Never been on Facebook. Now, he has all. He goes on to YouTube and watches videos on YouTube and stuff on his phone. But he's never been on social media. And I always say to him, why did you ever go on social media for? And he says, you know why I don't go on social media? Because it's the biggest pile of fucking shite. That's his words. And I'm just being honest with you. He says it's the biggest load of shite. He says it's just crap shit. Too much drama. Too much bullshit. Too much backstabbing. Too much... Just everything's just a drama. And everything... It causes problems. It causes arguments. It causes relationships to break up. It just one thing after another, after another, after another, he says, and I will never, ever, ever, ever be on social media. And I well, that's far enough, but maybe you'll change your mind someday. And he went, no, no. He says, bro, I'm staying off. It's a fucking nightmare. He says, he says to me, I don't know how you can be on social media listening to them, all them wee fucking trolls that you've had over the years and all them wee rats hiding behind keyboards and slobbering at you know, and not wanting to go around and literally fucking strangle them. And he says, if it was me, he says, I'd end up in fucking jail. He says, the way half of them get on, the way they sit behind their wee keyboard slobbering, he says, I don't want that shit. He says, I get up, I do my own thing. He says, I spend time with my daughter. You know, I'm not in a relationship right now. He says, I don't need social media. Fuck that. He says, I don't need all that crap. I said, but what about meeting people and doing different things like, say, you know, all different types of meeting apps, friendship apps, dating apps? And I said, no, I don't do all that shit either. He says, load of crap. And I've seen his phone, guys. He doesn't do it. He has YouTube on his phone, but that's about it. He says, that's all I need. He says, I don't need a lot of crap. I was like, fair enough. But guys, in relation to this war, I mean... Who knows how long it's going to continue? How many many more sacrifices there's going to be? You know, it's just it's sad. It really, really is sad that the fact that like this war is going on and innocent people are being killed. So it is really, really sad. So it is sad, sad, sad. Speaking of of numpties, what about this story going around? Um. With this fucking absolute loony bin. Like real loony bin. Trying to plot the kidnap and murder of TV celebrity Holly Willoughby. Now I, I didn't know what this guy looked like until recently. I saw a photograph of him. He's a security guard apparently. And he's been plotting. Um, and apparently he made phone calls to a hitman in the United States. And also paid for flights. To apparently get this done, this this guy, this this absolute fucking Looney Tune is now uh, being charged, um, and now Holly's been taken off TV this morning. Now I have my opinions on Holly, and you all know about that. When we talk about the whole Philip Schofield situation, whenever he was removed from this morning, 
I'm not a big Holly Willoughby fan, to be honest with you. I, mean, I remember when she broke out on t- on the TV years ago, like when she first started as a very young presenter on kids' TV programs and stuff back in the, the, the day. Um, I didn't mind her on Celebrity Juice, which was Keith Lemon's program that used to be on ITV. Um, she was a bit more sort of adult-based then, where she could sort of let her hair down more, where she could sort of crack a wee dirty joke now and again, and let her hair down a bit more compared to this morning, where obviously it's all, you know, what that program is on there, which I don't watch anymore, and I haven't watched it for a long time, like, but this absolute lunatic, his name's Gavin Plum, from Harlow in Essex, is being accused of soliciting to commit murder, and incitement to commit kidnap in the relation to, a, to the broadcaster, and he's been allegedly he's been alleged of contacting a hitman in the U.S. and booking him also flights as well to try and t- kill Holly Willoughby. This guy is a security guard. I've looked at the photograph of him, and he's like thirty stone away. I think from what I can see here, I just made a few notes this morning, and he looks like an internet troll. To be quite honest with you. And guys, you know my views on internet trolls are everywhere. And this goes down to things that we've talked about on the podcast here before. The likes of social media and the likes of people getting in contact with celebrities and stuff. Where you, I think now you should have to prove who you are before you go on to a social media platform. Or any type of platform where you can speak or whatever. Because there's, there is getting far too many trolls on the internet now, far too many, where it's getting to the stage now where people's lives are being put in danger, people are taking their own lives, people, I, I mean, I've talked about this before, but I don't really want to go over, over old territory again, speak about the same type of stuff, but I mean, look at this story here, you know, if you're not a big fan of the person, fair enough, have your opinion, but my God, going to the length of having to fucking hire a hitman to kill the person, and, you know, the girl's now in her home with her three children and her husband being watched 24-7 because of this fucking loony bin. Like, these, they, there's some people... Like, I've dealt with my deal of fucking nutcases in my time, and they're probably listening to me right now while they're taking their fucking 54th uh, medicated tablet for the day because they're not wired to the moon. Hi, hello, nutcases, trolls, hello. Hiya. Yes, I'm talking about you. You know, I've had my share of trolls over the time. And this is the thing as well, though, when you're in the public eye, and you expect that, you know, criticism and, and all that type of crap. You know, and listen, at the very start, when I first started doing YouTube and started doing out there, some of the wee comments at the start bothered me a little bit. But see, now I couldn't give a shit. I sleep well at night, so I do. But when I look at things like this, the fact that they're threatening lives to kill people to the point where like, okay, you can be a troll where you can say like, I don't like you or I don't like this, what you do or whatever it is. But going to the, the I mean, if this guy's proven guilty because of this, the fact that he's going to hire a hitman because he doesn't like this person. I mean, that's just, I'm sorry, but that's fucked up. It's <laughs> legitimately fucked up. This guy clearly is just, by looking at a picture of him this morning too, he looks like a bit of a a bit of a troll, you know. And I'm just being honest, and I'm not trying to troll him. I'm just stating the fact. I have a saying: if you look like a creep, you're more likely a fucking creep. And I've met a lot of creeps in my time. 
since I started being in the public eye on the likes of YouTube because of football and then obviously my, my own YouTube channel and stuff when you look like a creep nine times out of ten you are a fucking creep and some people out there I've met over the years are creeps and trolls and stalkers and loony bins and not them all but some but when I see that story I mean I say I'm not a big fan of Holly will be and I've openly said that but I don't I don't appreciate someone like that coming in and threatening to have them fucking killed because I don't like them I mean that's just sick this guy needs to be locked up I mean it reminds me of a story years ago when Robin Williams passed away God rest his soul what a wonderful man that person that my man was such a talented talented actor amazing human being funny you know caring you know his movies were incredible and when he passed away and he took his own life a few years ago his daughter got severely trolled online by this guy on Twitter the mental place I call you all know about my, my reviews on Twitter guys Twitter's full of fucking looney, looney tunes um, and this guy trolled and trolled and trolled and trolled this girl I and mean, I've seen some of the tweets that he put out screenshots that were shared all around like I think it was maybe Facebook when I first saw them you know, saying, oh, like, the, the, along the lines of, oh, your dad deserved to die, you should have died, he should have took you with him and all, and, you know, your dad was a fucking this and that, calling him all these names, under the, these disgusting names, and he, he wouldn't stop, he was going and 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 going, hiding behind a fake account, Mr. No Balls, as I like to call men like that, and finally, the wee girl, Robin Williams' daughter, found out who he was, took him to court, and the motherfucker went to jail, and she nailed him to the wall. I had to do that to the people on I've had to prosecute two people on Twitter because of their constant abuse whenever I was on Twitter years ago. Constant and people I still get local we are souls coming in with their emails and saying, You didn't prosecute anybody, you're full of shit. Uh, uh, we didn't see it. Okay. Believe what you want to believe. You believe what you want to believe. Because I've ha- I, I got my portion of trolls where I had to literally fucking take him to court, have him stand in front of a judge while he watch this shit run down the back of their leg and the piss run down the front because I thought I wasn't going to do nothing to them. Now, what I got was mediocre compared to what Robin Williams' daughter was getting because she was, and obviously with Holly Willoughby's getting now. But I mean, guys, I've been through my shit too as well where I've had my home attacked multiple times. I've had my windows smashed. I've had stuff thrown at my doors. I've had people kick my doors. I've had stuff sent to my house. I've had things thrown at my house. I've had fireworks shot at my house. I've had people shouting abuse at me in the street. I've had so much stuff that people don't even know about. All because I'm on YouTube. And now, not so much because obviously, I've now put the message out there that if you want to attack my family, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care where you're from. I don't care who you know. I don't give a shit. I will publicly name and shame you. I will take you to court. And I will bury you in court. And this is obviously what's going to happen to this troll with Holly Willoughby. He's going to end up finding himself behind bars. And I, I, who I fear the most for in this situation with Holly is her children. Now, I may not like her as a, may not like her for what she does with her work on 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 the screen. I don't know what she's like outside of TV because I've never met the woman. But I don't go out of my way every day to go onto a social media platform and absolutely fucking slate this girl. 
You know, the only reason why I ever go on the social media now is to share my vlogs or share my podcast or have a wee chit chat with my friends on private Facebook, on Instagram, I post a couple of wee things, answer your questions, guys, answer questions on the Facebook fan page, use my email for work, use my email down to you guys. I don't go on to these chat boards and form boards and get into conversations with people and debate and argue over stupid shit. Nah, those type of people, that's what they want to do, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, at the moment, I feel sorry for Holly's children because of what the situation they're in right now. It's horrible. Like, imagine them kids being so fucking scared. And they're probably young, not too young enough to understand what exactly is going on. But I'm hoping if this, this lunatic is, if he has done this, that he's found guilty, he's locked up for a long time, and he's dealt with in the proper manner. Because people like that need to be stopped. And again, this is where, again, social media needs to step into as well and say, right, look, listen, this is getting ridiculous. For us, for you to be on our platform now, you need to show and prove who you are. Whether you provide details of your, your, your debit card, your credit card, not that you're ever charging nothing for it, or show some form of identification, prove who you are online, provide the proper details, not fake details, show exactly who you are. So if you do anything this along the lines that causes distress or trolling or anything out there, then you're held accountable for it and you're brought up for it and you're punished for it. Yes, we, we do live in a world now where free speech is very limited to what you can say now because you can't say a certain thing now because of the whole, oh, you hurt my feelings bullshit. You know, I'm offended because of what you said nonsense that's going on which I think that bubble's about to burst very soon because a lot of people are getting sick and tired of it now um, but no I think you need to prove yourself who you are on social media platforms now because if you don't then this is going to continue on where we're all going to end up losing more people more people are going to end up living in fear more people are going to end up trolled more people are going to end up dead and it's just going to keep continuing on and on and on till the vicious circle and the plug is finally pulled so but in relation to that Holly Willoughby story if it was me, and I had the money that Holly has, I'd be nailing that, you know what, to the wall. So maybe because he uh, he sounds like a bit of a fucking lunatic, to be quite honest with you. I mean, the fact that he's like, nah, he put Holly's fun to live her life in fear um, every day with her children is ridiculous. So, it's crazy. Speaking of snowflakes, mm, hello snowflakes, uh, Big Brother has now come back. Yes, the famous programme that's been around our TV screens for oh, well over 20 years. Hell, I remember the very first Big Brother back in the year 2000. I was actually watching one of the first participants from Big Brother the other day, actually on YouTube, for some DIY tips. Uh, the guy Craig, um, he's his own wee DIY sort of franchise now, so he has. But Big Brother returned to our screens and... This past weekend, and everybody's been like talking about it and saying, "Oh, Big Brother's back! Yay, brilliant, happy days!" Something to watch. Like my mum and dad would watch Big Brother sometimes, and I haven't watched it in a long time. Once it started getting really weird and odd for me, I decided to switch off. Um, <laughs> listen to this here. It's on our. It's back on our screen since Sunday. This is now recorded on Tuesday morning. I was reading an article this morning, a local news article. Listen to this. It was entitled, ITV Outrage as Woke 
Big Brother forces fans to switch off following snowflake pronoun debates. Listen to this. After just two episodes of the new Big Brother, ITV viewers have begin, begun sorry, to switch off in their droves. The reality TV series has come under fire for going too woke, two decades on from when it was first launched on Channel 4. So far the series, Big Brother fans have witnessed the 16 new housemates get to know one another while confined to the new look house. There's plenty of drama already as well in the house, but now, as figures have shown over the last first two days of the show, because the programme is going to woke, it is now people are switching off in their drones and viewing is starting to plummet it through the floor. This is a concern of ITV because they, after purchasing the rights for Big Brother, as the viewership is continuing to drop, even online views as well. So it goes on here to say what exactly happened in the program, but they're now saying that everything is going to woke and all for snowflakes, and it's all getting to the point where people are, it's not must-see TV like it used to be. And do you know something, guys? I said this to my mum literally on Friday. She says, oh, Big Brother's back on, on Sunday, and I went, Mum, I'm not watching it because it's going to be filled with millennials. We gurn bags who cry and boo-hoo and cry over everything because somebody said something that they didn't agree with and they're going to sit and fucking cry about it. It's going to be full of snowflakes, woke dopes and fucking morons on there that don't even know what identity they are and they're going to be running around going, I'm this, I'm that, you can't say this to me, you can't say that to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be too PC, too politically correct. You know, no, I'm not watching it. And mum's like, I'll give it a chance. I haven't watched it yet. I was going to try and go back and watch it, from this, but see, from what I've been reading online this morning, I'm not even going to bother me ours. Do you know something? I may even just watch 20 minutes, half an hour of it. My daughter was looking forward to it because she likes reality TV shows. She's from that generation. She's a millennial. And she came down to me yesterday. Was it yesterday? She said, it was, I, it was yesterday. That, that big boy thing's a little crap. I says, what do you mean? Me, I haven't read nothing about it. You're saying she's dad, no trust me, it's crap. And she walked away. And that's coming from her, who is a millennial. She's from that generation. And I was just browsing around this morning on, on, on Facebook this morning, just having me look around and see what people were saying about it. Obviously, the younger ones, the wee ones at all, are all drama queens. are like, oh my God, awesome. It's like, I fucking program Love Island. I couldn't watch that. I'd rather pull my eyeballs out and throw them down the street. But for what I've seen and read this morning, Big Brother apparently is too woke. It's all snowflaked. It's just wee millennials running around, easily offended, boohooing and crying, and all the usual bullshit. No, I'm sorry, it's not for me. I would rather uh, stay at home and wash my hair, even though I haven't got any fucking hair. Yeah, I have more important things to do and watch Big Brother, that, like sit in the front garden at 2am at night time with a head torch on, cutting the front grass with a pair of scissors. So, no thank you. I don't think I'll be bothering to watch Big Brother this year. But as I said, yeah, I might, I might, I don't know, just stick a wee clip or two on maybe YouTube and have a look to see what it's all about. And I'm I'm, I'm expecting it to be the way that I've been reading about it and for what I've been expecting it to be. So, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. <laughs> Unbelievable. But anyway, yes, Big Brother is back. So if you want to go and watch it, 
Yes, I'll probably get trolled for it tonight. I'm going to put this podcast out today. My Instagram and the emails will probably be there saying like, oh, you didn't give it a chance. You know, you're just being out farting judgmental. That's okay. This is my podcast. This is what I say. If you don't like it, tune out. Bye-bye. But again, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Big Brother. At the very start, I used to enjoy it. The likes of Brian Downey, the Irish fellow who was in it. He was in Celebrity Big Brother too. Um, when he won it, I think it was the second one he won. All the old big brothers were brilliant. You know, you, you got fights and controversy and all. It was great and all. That. But people were just honest with each other back then. Now it's like, oh, the way the world is right now, I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. But anyway, moving away from Big Brother, let's get into some of your questions for today. Um, here on the Murami podcast. Now, don't forget, guys, on Thursday's episode of the podcast, we are bringing back uh, Jackass of the Week. So anybody in this world right now who you think should be Jackass of the Week, let me know, get in touch with the show, and let me know your suggestions. Here, just as it popped into my head there before we get into the questions, I was actually sitting here this morning with my first coffee, and I, I flicked on YouTube this morning to catch up with some stuff that I watch online, and I saw this video popping up of Donald Trump now, you all know he's running for president again against old Mr. <laughs> Sleepy Joe Biden. You know, him there falls asleep everywhere and falls over and he's just corrupt as fuck. Yeah, well, he turned around, he made this statement saying about if he becomes president again, that if people are found guilty of being a drug dealer, they'll be given the death penalty. And I'm thinking, oh shit. You know, and he wants to bring in all these tougher rules and all these. Th- I might think to myself, mm, Donald Trump's trying to put the foot down. <laughs> He's trying to put the foot down. So it just kind of my head there as I was talking there before I answer some of your questions. It was like, whoa, unbelievable. Donald Trump, man's as fucking mad as a bucket of throat. Well, not as bad as Joe Biden, like, but Donald Trump's. My, I think I did tell that story about in this podcast where I, when I actually met Donald Trump for all of like 30 seconds back in Detroit in 2007. He was dead nice to us. He was lovely. So he was. But anyway, if I haven't told that story, I'll tell it another day. Right, let's get into some of your questions. Now guys, I, I, again, thank you so much for all your questions every week. Even if it's not for the podcast, you know, just general stuff. At a a, a viewer of the YouTube channel yesterday is a Craig, I think I was remember his name was, uh, is currently in Blackpool. So hello, Craig. He sent me photographs of Lewis's favorite place in the world, Pound Bakery, Pound Bakery and Pound Gaffey. Um, he sent me a photograph yesterday saying, "Look what I found while I'm in Blackpool." So hope you're having a great time out there, Craig. And uh, yeah, we're back there in about four weeks. Because we're going over to watch a football game and we're going to spend two days over there too. So yes, guys, we're heading back to Blackpool. I think that's a, a first time I've actually said it here on the podcast. I've said it before, I'm not too sure. Lewis and I are going to watch a football game between Fleetwood and Blackpool. And we're also going to be going away for there too. And then we're coming straight home to go to football. <laughs> Our football life, the joys. Uh, so yes, thanks for that photograph. I showed it to Lewis yesterday and he, he, just, he just chuckled. He was like, that's awesome, Dad. Tell him I said thank you. So there you are. So, but no doubt we're going to get Pound Bakery every day while we're over there too. Fucking, well, losing his Pound Bakery. But anyway, let's get into some of your questions from, obviously, all you guys who contact me every week here on the show. Right. 
let's get in here to the emails, which is Podcast at yahoo.com. Right, let's have here one here and see. Right, I have one here from Claire and Robert, who are from Manchester. Hello, Claire and Robert from Manchester. Hi, Matthew. Just recently watched your video on YouTube where you attended the Adrian Edmondson Berserker Tour in Liverpool. We were at the show the night before in Manchester, and we must say it was a great show. It was so sad to hear Aid tell his stories about the people who he's lost over the last few years, especially Rick. I don't know what the show was like in Liverpool, but the one in Manchester was absolutely outstanding, and myself and my partner had an absolute great time. Let us know what your experiences were of the show in Liverpool. Okay. Um, well, I think I've spoken about it before. I've spoken on last week's podcast. He was incredible. And yes, the stories that he told was just sad. And especially when he spoke about Rick, he actually had to turn his back to us and, and for a split couple of seconds to try and maintain his composure because he was just so heartbroken. Um, even that recent interview I listened to, I heard it on Facebook, but apparently it was on the BBC, but I heard it on Facebook. Somebody shared it on one of them uh, bottom pages, things I follow on Facebook. Um, it was an interview where he starts speaking about Rick and started to cry and saying about the time where when Rick passed, he um, he wrote his mum a letter and she wrote back to him and all and said she just wanted to see the two of them when they were finally retired, sitting at the back, you know, laughing together and sitting on deck chairs in the summer, just laughing and laughing like they always did. And you know, he says his fond memories is always about the the writing rooms together, writing all the different shows and. All the different things, and he just broke down. But yes, uh, honestly, the, the show in Liverpool was outstanding. As you probably know from my vlog, I was front row. I got a copy of his book. You know, he was just a... Uh, so, uh, it was fascinating because I've seen him on stage before, but from a far distance. But the old saying goes, when someone who you admire and respect, or your heroes, whatever, and you see them like right in front of you, and up close and personal, you're like sitting there looking at them going... Oh my God, I've spent the last 30 odd years of my life just admiring all your work. And now you're sitting like literally five feet in front of me. And it's like, holy shit. But yes, the show in, in Liverpool was incredible. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think he's still doing the tour at the minute. But I've read some of his book. And his book is just, wow, eye-opening. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, be looking forward to reading the rest of his book. Which is now available, guys, by the way. Berserker, it's called. Adrian Edmondson Berserker. Um, even if you're not a big fan of his work, just just get a copy of his book and have a read of it because it is incredible. And there's an audio version of it coming out soon as well, which I'll be getting to as well. But thanks for your email, guys. I'm glad you enjoyed the show in Manchester because um, he did actually crack a wee joke at the start of the night saying like I was up the road there in Manchester last night and they all went. Ooh. He was like, "Yeah, I thought I was going to get that." <laughs> but thanks for your email. I appreciate it and hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him hopefully do another show or another TV show very very soon. So thanks for your email, guys. As always, I appreciate it. Right, one here from Margaret. Let's see where she's from. Margaret is from Brighton. Hmm, Brighton. Always sunny in Brighton. Margaret writes to me, Hi Matthew, greetings from sunny Brighton. Fuck, if you're getting sunshine, oh, lucky you, we're getting overcast and rain. <laughs> Just wanted to say hello, I'm a big admirer of your podcast and loved watching all your YouTube videos. Just wanted to ask you, have you ever been to Brighton before? I know you like to travel with your kids quite a lot, and I think Brighton would be a lovely spot for you and your kids to come along to see all the great seaside of our town. Keep up the good work, and enjoy all your podcasts and videos every single week. And that's from Margaret in Brighton. 
I have never been to Brighton. I think I may have even been through it on a train one time, have I? No, I don't think I have. Never been to Brighton. Heard it's a nice place. I'd love to take the kids there sometime. But never been to Brighton. I heard it's a lovely spot, especially in the summertime. It's a lovely seaside town. But I've never been, Margaret. So, but thank you for listening to the podcast. And thank you for watching my YouTube videos. I get said every week. Everybody who, who writes me messages and they watch everything, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And maybe one day, I will be in Brighton. Hopefully. Because there's one of the places I'd like to see. Brighton. Seems like a lovely little place. I've seen loads of videos of like, people being there. And I've seen TV shows and all being made there. And my friend Jennifer actually was in, in uh, Brighton recently. I saw that on her Facebook page. Hello Jennifer. Hi. <laughs> I know she listens to the podcast sometimes as well. Uh, yeah, no, never been. But I'd love to go someday. Fingers crossed. So... See how it goes, won't be one day. But thank you for your email. And uh, thanks for being a listener of the podcast. Right, let's get into some of the social medias. I'm feeling quite good now, actually. After this wee podcast today, I was feeling a bit sort of tired this morning. But this is the thing, guys. This is like a, a caffeine kick for me, this podcast, because I come in after maybe a coffee or two in the morning and feel a bit sort of, hmm. And then when I get talking, I feel great. So, right. Let's get into a Facebook message. Yes, Mirror Army YouTube channel, guys, on Facebook. Please drop a like on the page. I really would appreciate it. Right, I've one here from Rick. Rick, let me see where he's from. I'll click on his profile here. My laptop decides to bloody work. Here we go. Rick is from... Doesn't say on his profile. Oh, well. Rick wants to know, Hey, Matthew. I've seen that over the last couple of years you've been collecting a lot of Funko Pop... Pops, sorry, come speak. Bit of frog in my throat this morning. <laughs> Just wanted to know what your total number is right now. You've mentioned it a few times on your YouTube channel. I've seen a wee video you put up a few years ago, but I'd like to know what your total is right now. I collect Funko Pops as well. I collect them from movies, my favourite movies. My missus isn't too happy with them, but again, I have a wee room in my house where I keep them all as a keepsake, as I love to collect them as a little hobby. I know it probably sounds sad, but again, I could spend my money on a lot worse. And that was from Rick. Yes, that is quite true. It is quite true, actually. Um, you actually do not want to know how many Funko Pops I have now, Rick. You actually don't, trust me. I actually had another... Actually, where I'm sitting here this morning, they're actually sitting down where they are now. Let me see. One, two, three, four. A double pack, a big massive one. So there's two, three, four, five. Six new Pop Toys, and I got another one coming today. <laughs> Um, let's just say I have practically nearly every single Funko Pop that WWE have ever made, bar the odd one or two. And that's a fucking lot, trust me. Um, when these ones arrived yesterday, um, Tony came into my living room yesterday because we were heading out yesterday and Tony walked into the living room and looked and went, bro, seriously, you've bought more? I said, Tony, at the end of the day, I could be spending the money on a lot fucking worse. I could be out dr drinking seven nights a week. I could be taking drugs. I could be spending my money on stuff that, you know, is a lot worse than what I'm spending on. And it's a hobby. It's a collection. And he went, well, that's true. He said, but you're 42. And I said, well, no, I am. But there's people out there collect stuff in their 60s. So, 70s, whatever. So... And I'm also a big fan of wrestling, so I just like to have a collector's thing. But 
yes, to answer your question, I must actually count them all and give you a, a, a total. People who think I'm fucking sad, like, but I don't really care, to be honest with you. I enjoy collecting me things like that. People collect different things. Like, I've got friends who collect coins. I've got friends that collect different things. So, it's just one of those things. But thank you for your message. I do, I do appreciate it, Rick. Um, let me know how many you have. Obviously, you said your wife's not best pleased with you, like, but, you know, this is the us thing. We're men. You know, this is the wee things. Women collect makeup and collect shoes and have their shoe collections and all. So why can't we have a Funko Pop collection? There you go. <laughs> right, let's get into another one here. <laughs> probably, your missus is probably hearing this. Nine's is probably chewing your balls for me saying that. I apologise. Anyway, <laughs> right. Let's get into another one here. Right, let's have a normal nose. Right. Not as many Facebook questions this week, guys, as normal. Hmm. I don't know. More emails and more Instagram messages. Let's do another one on Facebook here before we go. Right. Hi, Matthew. How are you? My name is Ashley, and I am from Belfast. Hello, Ashley from Belfast. How are you? Just wanted to say that I admire you so much for all your hard work that you've done with your children over the last few years being a single dad. I have been a single mum myself for the last nine years and I find it quite difficult and struggle a lot. I have two boys, one who is has I'm speak, one who has Down syndrome and the other one has ADHD and autism. My life has been struggling quite a lot over the last few years as I'm trying to deal with both children, also balance a job and also balance my everyday life. But the way I look at it is, your kids are your best things ever and you would never change your life for anything to do with them. Which I agree with, by the way. I uh, just wanted to say I admire you all your hard work with Brooke and Lewis and I love watching your wee videos when I get a chance every single time. Can I please get a shout out to my two boys, Corey and David? as Corey and David love watching you on YouTube all the time. Okay, well, Corey and David. Hello, boys. How are you? I know obviously I'm not on YouTube. Well, I'm on YouTube doing the podcast. I'm not actually on YouTube night video ways, but hello, boys. How are you? Um, sweetheart, I admire you for that. My goodness me, you've got your hands full. Wow. I mean, one child has, has Down syndrome, the other one has ADHD and autism. Uh, sweetheart, nine years on your own. You deserve a gold medal. You really, really do. Fair play to you. Um, yes, okay, my my son has a wee touch of ADHD, but again, um, it's more to do with his learning side of it, more than behaviour. Um, but again, obviously, we've, we've got the right people to help him and stuff, but my goodness me, I'm sure your hands are full with, with your, your two children. So uh, all the respect in the world to you for that, and thanks for for, for watching the videos and obviously listening to the podcast. Um you're local, you're, you're not too far from where I am, so hopefully one day I'll get to run into you and say hi and, and, and I'll give you a big hug and obviously say to you, you know, fair play to you for all your hard work. Um, I'm sure it has been hard over the last nine years. I mean, I'm on my own with my two now, just over 10 years, and it's been difficult at times. Yes, I've had a couple of relationships in between that and obviously it didn't work out, but when you're bringing up your two kids on your own, it is fucking hard work. Um... I'm one of each, as you know, boy and girl, which has had its challenges, especially nowadays because of their age and everything else. But my goodness me, I mean, I'm sure you're, you're, you've been obviously 
had your your bad days and your good days, obviously, and especially with the the difficulties it has to have when you have a Down syndrome child and obviously a child with autism and ADHD as well, which is obviously difficult as it is. But listen, all the respect in the world to you for for your uh, what you're doing, and obviously you deserve a gold medal for being an awesome mum. You are an incredible mum, and I, I applaud that. And if I ever do meet you in person. Have you ever seen me about anywhere? Come and say hello and I will give you the biggest hug ever and I will praise you for what you're doing. Fair play to you. Honestly, I'll actually write a, I'll write a back a message after I get off the air here today, but my goodness me. Honestly, fair play to you, darling. And hopefully, I'll actually look, I'm looking forward to meeting you someday and, 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 and praising you for all your hard work because you deserve a gold medal. So, and I'm hoping um, your family's all proud of you too as well because... People like that deserve gold medals. So they, funny enough, I had a conversation with someone yesterday about parenting people being on the room with parent or being on the room with kids, and the other parent don't make an effort and they don't turn up and they don't really care. And I've had my experience of that too as well, guys. And it's not fucking nice. Trust me, it's horrible. It's a horrible thing. It's bad. It's different if there's families out there. The parents are no longer together, but they're brilliant together and there's the work together with the kids and they help each other right now. But then you get the ones out there who don't bother their fucking arse. And people like that don't even deserve to have kids. People out there who are struggling, you know, to get by every day and, and struggling to bring up their kids and work a 50, 60 hour week job or whatever. While the other parents going around gallivanting and doing whatever the fuck they want and not have a car in the world. People like that don't deserve to be parents because as a man, from a man's perspective, I mean, I see a lot of men walking away from women and leaving women stranded with kids and don't give a shit. And don't even make an effort to pay for them or even make an effort to be with the child or whatever. And see men like that. Men like that need to be fucking hung by the balls and slapped around the ear hole. Obviously in my case it's different reverse because I obviously have my kids and obviously they, they don't see their mum because their mum hasn't bothered for years. But, you know, the, that's not the point. You know, men especially are always famous for doing that. And I, I'm sometimes it makes me ashamed to be a man. When I hear about men walking away on their fucking kids, it's ridiculous. But listen, darling, thank you for your message. I appreciate it. Keep up your good work, and I hope sometime to get to see you soon. I'll write you back a wee message after I get off the air today. Um, all respect in the world to you. I'd, I would love to meet you in person someday and meet them lovely boys you have. So, uh, yes, I look forward to seeing you down the road. So, uh, super mum. That's what it is. Super mum for the day. So, there you go. Right, let's get into some of your... I'll do two Instagram messages, guys, and then I'll hit down the road here. Uh, for another episode and get this out before I continue on with the rest of my day. Yes, so right, let's get on the Instagram there. Do, 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 do. Instagram. Do, 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 do. Right, one here on Instagram from Paul. I know another Paul. So what they? He's he's a good lad. His <laughs> first boyfriend. <laughs> right, I've one here from Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts on Instagram says. Hey Matthew, how you doing? Came across you on TikTok recently. Well, hey, you found my TikTok. <laughs> Official Matthew, we're on TikTok, by the way. Uh, thought it was quite funny. Some of the lockdown videos you done during 2020, it was quite funny. Especially the one where you were standing farting in B&M bargains by holding a massive pile of tour rolls. <laughs> Big laughing face. That's actually quite true. I was during the whole phase where everybody was fighting over fucking tour rolls. Do you remember all that? Well, everybody was out like, trying to fight to get tort rules and stuff. And I made a funny TikTok where I'm standing in the aisle. It had this sound effect where it was like a big long fart. 
And I remember standing, uh, standing so I'll read the rest of your message just a wee second. I was standing in B&M, B&M's, the wee uh, stores here in the UK, and I said that the, at the time it was with Sandra, and I said, here, take my phone. And she says, what are you doing now? What are you up to now? You've loving still? And I went, no, 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 watch this here. I said, push record and that TikTok thing. So it looks like I'm actually standing. Well, I'm holding a big giant thing of tort rolls, but it looks like I'm standing in the middle of the aisle, and you just see me cocking the one side, and you hear this big loud fart noise. And it's just the way it turned out. It sounded real. And at the end, when I turn myself back up straight again, you hear the, ah, as it turned up. It's fucking nuts-like, but yeah, funny and hilarious. But anyway, yes, I'll read on the rest of your fancies here. So some of your recent TikToks as well, with your daughter as well, where you were singing ABBA. I thought that was quite funny. So I went on to your YouTube channel and found all your YouTube videos. And now I found you on other platforms, Instagram and Facebook too. Just wanted to say, I love all your videos. I've been spending the last week or so going through some of your older videos. How much your children have grown up over the years is incredible. You should be proud of them, especially your son who's with you all the time. He works hard. I've seen some of his photographs online too as well in relation to football. He's a photographer in the making. Keep up the great work, Matthew, and look forward to more great, exciting videos and podcasts in the future. Listen, thank you, Paul, for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Yes, guys, don't forget. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> um, I, I left my TikTok land for a long, 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 long time. I mean, people were taking advantage of TikTok during the lockdowns and stuff because they were all bored. Um, but I never really, really jumped on that TikTok bandwagon, to be quite honest. Uh, but recently I've started posting a couple of RB videos and stuff. And I know it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. So I have. So, but listen, Paul, thanks for your message. And, uh, yeah, there's some good videos on the YouTube channel there, but there's some ones I look back at sometimes and go, what the fuck was I thinking? But sure, it's the joys. Right, let's do one more before I head down the road. Let's have a look here on Instagram again. My throat's a bit uh, dry this morning. I think drinking two cups of coffee doesn't really help either. I can make myself a bottle of water after I come off the air here this morning. Right, let's have a look here and see. Right, one here from Peter. I think I've actually read a message from Peter before. I have. Yes, Peter says, Hi, Matthew. Just wanted to know, you talk about politics all the time on your podcast. Just wanted to know, do you vote yourself? And if so, who do you vote for? Also, who do you think will win the election in England coming up? Thanks. And this is obviously Peter Dan. I've said this before, I don't vote. I don't. And who I think is going to win the election in England? I think if Rishi Sunak gets re-elected, we're fucked. But then on the other side of it, I look at the Labour Party, and they're corrupt. So I don't really care, to be honest. Um, over here, I don't vote at all, because I don't get involved in politics. We don't even have a fucking government over here. They're all sitting at home getting paid big fat pay- paychecks. And there's not even a government in Stormont here in Northern Ireland. And that's why I don't vote. Even the local politicians around here too as well, I don't vote for. Because every time you ask them for something, it's like trying to get blood out of a stone. So, no. No interest. So I keep myself to myself. But then other people, if I speak to, I've spoke to obviously people, people have said to me before, you know, your vote could make a difference. I'm thinking, really? No. I don't get involved when they come to the door every year. It's like, oh, we're here representing such and such a party. I go, oh, I'm not voting for you. Bye-bye. Close the door. No interest. 
probably don't. There you are, it says my view on it. But anyway, thanks for your message. Right, let's move on. That's it, guys. I'm going to wrap it up for today because I'm going to head down the road here now and get my day moving forward. I'm going to be dropping two videos today, guys. I've actually recorded three, but I'm going to do another one. I've recorded it, but I'm going to put it. Guys, I've said these before in the podcast here about the London vlog. Um, from Lewis and I were going on a tour bus. It's on the YouTube channel now. I've dropped it. It's out there. Go and watch it. It's there now because somebody's were asking me for weeks, where's this video? It's on the channel now. It's called Tour of London. Go and check it out. And still, I've said this on my, my channel when I've been recording new videos. Make sure you've had the notification bell pushed as well because YouTube are fucking about at the minute with all these uh, people not being notified of videos, people's views being down through the floor. I don't know what the hell's going on with YouTube at the minute. Um, and I think I did mention here on the podcast that I'm going to be trying to put a couple of vlogs up on a new platform too as well called Rumble. Yeah, because there's YouTubers and I moving over to Rumble as well. Um, you get more freedom on Rumble compared to what you do on YouTube. Uh, less snowflakes. <laughs> um, but no, uh, guys, honestly, the video of London's on there. It's called Tour of London. Go and watch it. It's on there now. Share it with your friends. Please, I would appreciate it. Um, but yes, I'm going to be dropping two today. Which is going to be one from the barbershop. Oh, guys, Mitty says this from over in, in this barbershop we went to yesterday. I've done a full like tour and oh my God, Mitty, you see this place? And what to do to Tony as well. Uh, involving fire. Yeah, fucking fire. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, and the other one I recorded at the weekend there with Lewis being sick with the flu. You'll see Lewis actually in it. God love me, he's not well at all. I'm going to be putting that out today too. So there's Two more vlogs coming out, and then I recorded another one, uh, which is a, like an unboxing video. So I'm going to be putting that out too as well. And I'm going to be recording another vlog today at some point, fingers crossed. So, right, guys, I'm going to head down the road here now. So, we're back on Thursday for more uh, chit chat, answering questions, jackass of the week, which you can get in touch with me with, and more. So, yes, guys, drop me a message. Murami Podcast at yahoo.com, social media, Facebook, Instagram as well i love to hear from you too and don't forget all your uh, great merchandise as well and much much more is available on the website murarmy.co.uk right i'm off here now so i will see you here on thursday for another episode of the murarmy podcast enjoy your tuesday enjoy your wednesday um for any football fans that there's no football tonight because the international break it's fucking annoying oh the joys um but until thursday i will see you back here for another episode of the murarmy podcast so until then guys Stay safe, and I'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening.